Yes, we drank beer. I liked beer. Still like beer. We drank beer. The drinking age, as I noted, was 18, so the seniors were legal. Senior year in high school, people were legal to drink. And we, yeah, we drank beer. And I said sometimes, sometimes probably had too many beers, and sometimes other people had too many beers. What's we your- drank beer. We liked beer. Myself a friend, someone I could believe in until the very end. I found myself the devil. He was sitting in a bar. He bought me 15 rum and cokes, and then he went too far. Now the devil is my friend. The devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil go. The devil is my friend. Guitar. Opportunity of fitting from the abyss, aka podcasting from a spare bedroom in exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is an atheist podcast that will challenge your assumptions and ours too. Three guys, one mic, plenty of opinions. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear in this podcast, or anywhere else for that matter, until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, Google Google Duck duck that that shit. shit. Don't Google Duck boofing. Though, no. <laughs> <laughs> I already did. I'm just saying. Ur- Urban yeah. Dictionary. That. Yeah, yeah. Urban yeah. Dictionary. That one. So this is episode 24, which we'll just call the Boofin app. Uh, I didn't see it live, but I watched the Matt like ever like everybody else watched the Matt Damon um, on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. Did you continue watching and watch Mr. Stanley afterwards? Uh, I, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Turned it off and went. I, you know what? I I watched it. I lamed out. I watched it online the next day. Oh, okay. But I got you. he I got had you. colorful nicknames like Donkey Dick Doug or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, all uh, the different yeah. yeah, we should we should have Kavanaugh Bro. Like back ten years ago, there'd be a Kavanaugh Bro meme maker or yeah. name maker online. Back when the internet was semi fun, what would be your Kavanaugh Bro, bro name, nickname? nickname? You could you could ponder that and I'll have to do that. Enlighten yeah. us. Do you have one? Not 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 funny, and I wouldn't say I want to say anything like you know like like one ball auto like you don't want to yeah. you, you don't want to be too descriptive. That's right. You don't want to like disparage yourself like gently. All right. So you got to come up with your your Kavanaugh bro name by the end of the show. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back. Or we'll, or we'll make or we'll make one up for you, and it yeah. won't be as complimentary. And I'm sure that I think be the the, case. it goes around the board. Yeah. Around absolutely. the horn, by the way. So what are you drinking? What, wait, what kind of religious beer are you drinking this week? <laughs> As a matter of fact, it actually is. This is from Reformation Brewery up in Woodstock, Georgia. And uh, what I'm drinking, I, I picked this because it's like an Oktoberfest kind of beer since it's October now. And it's called 95, and I didn't make the connection right away, but it's from the 95 Theses, or Feces, depending on how you want to call it, that Martin Luther threw up on the uh, the big red door. Threw up is a good way to put it. Threw up. <laughs> he boofed up, according to <laughs> <laughs> or whatever term that, that Kevin I would use. But it's a uh, like a Munich lager, so kind of an Oktoberfest kind of, kind of beer. Quite tasty. I guess we should get out in front of this and say, we are not doing Sober October. 
uh, as a group. There's, have you heard of this? No, not, not until now. It's, Neither did Kavanaugh. You take, yeah, yeah, you take uh, October off. No drinking uh, for the entire month of October. Not going to do that. Sober October. Who is? Uh, uh, who Joe is? Rogan, um, Tom Segura, and Bert Kreischer were all on Joe Rogan's podcast today, and they, I think, they do it every year. They take why? Them. It's That's a like thing. Their, their they, they do it. They do it. You know, no, no drinking, no weed, no, no nothing for the month Straight of October. Edge. Yeah, and I don't know if it's if I, I mean, I, honest, I didn't listen to the episode. I just saw a, a, a tweet about it, but I've heard them talk about it in the past because they've done it before. So this is just this is just bro Lent. Yeah, well, that, I don't or, know. It, they um, may be doing it as a fundraiser for Susan G. Coleman. I have no idea, no. but it, you know, it's it's something that that I know they do every year. Or what's the Islam? Deal. Ramadan. Ramadan, yeah. yeah so Ramadan. they're just kind of doing like... That's just sun up, sun right. down, though. Yeah. After right. the sun goes down, oh, you, can, you, you can let your hair down. Let down, yeah. yeah. Well, no, you can eat. Still can't drink beer. You can eat. You can eat. Yeah. But so I wouldn't say that's letting your hair down. <laughs> you're, you're eating. You can smoke, too. Like, I, I got a... There's a guy I work with who is... Muslim-ish at best. He he's he's about as Muslim as I am Catholic at this point. Right? Oh, okay. okay, put it that way. culturally. Culturally, yes. You know, raised in. Are you a cultural? Are you cultural Catholic? We are, you are in this oh. podcast. I mean, if you say you know, may the peace be with you. I'm going to come back with also with you pretty quick. You know, it's, it's just reflective. You know, at this point. But I know that I know during Ramadan, he tried to not eat during the day, but the biggest toughest thing for him was not going out and taking smoke breaks. But he said by the end of the day, the stress level was, it, it wasn't worth it. He said, to hell with it. After about a week, he's like, screw it, I'm eating, I'm going to have a cigarette break, I'm going to drink coffee, I'm, you know, just, you know I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. So it is bro Lent, though. Yeah, it is, bro- kind of. That's crazy talk, though. You don't see the uh, appeal. <laughs> I do not. Of, of giving I something up? No, I did that when I was a Christian. We did that Lent thing, and it's like that was that was bad enough. <laughs> that man. Lent, that thing. Lent thing. I never got the sense in that. Anyway, you're supposed to have all that stuff given up while you're Christian, anyway. I get. We probably had to have talked about this, but I totally get it. You do. I do. The abstention kind I, of thing. I don't. I don't. Well, you get do it, it yourself for Lent. You always give up something every year. I do. Oh, you still do? Yeah, but I don't apply any religious overtone to it. But the idea of giving something up, and it's convenient because I know when it is every year. Best part about Lynn is Fat Tuesday, the party. I'm not so worried, that's worried about the next 40 days. <laughs> but, you know, the uh, that, that Tuesday night party before, is uh, that's always a, that's a doozy. Well, what's, what's the theory behind giving something up? I guess I never really... It's a 40-day time of cleansing... Your soul, for lack of a better term, uh, getting your heart right because Easter's coming. Well, no, I understand yeah. fasting, and that's why I kind of understood. And I, I did the Ramadan thing. Well, kind of, sort of. You know, in, in uh, we're looking at each other like just ha, in, ha, ha, was, yeah. What yeah. was the occasion? Well, for that, that was when I was, yes. uh, you know, I mean, I was still, you know, hang out with some You're of these Muslim progressive curious. Muslim people, and so oh, in okay. solidarity with them, I thought, well. To try this thing, to see try what not about. eating or, or drinking or for yeah, sun up from sun up sundown sundown for a month. Yeah, I mean, because I kind of got that you know fasting kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But the Lent, were you just giving up? I didn't think this was going to go no in this direction at, at all. all. Yeah, no. Well, no, I'm saying and how do you, I, I get so the how do you fasting. know? How do you know? Like how do how do you define sun up sundown? Like his his work friend yeah. would be like. Uh, sun's behind a cloud. Yeah. I'm like, what up? <laughs> yeah. 
Because <laughs> well, I, I really, honestly, I don't know. What do they do? I, a lot of them kind of went by the, you know, the sun up, sun down thing on, on the weather app. Huh. Because otherwise, you know, you got the horizon kind of thing. So everybody would be starting and stopping at a yeah. different time. Right, yeah. I and live near a hill, so I get like a 30-minute jump on well, everybody. Right. <laughs> yeah. if, you're, if you're downtown, you, yeah. know, you hardly see the sun yeah. at all. So. That's true. So I think that's kind of the official way to do it. Never heard anybody doing that before. What? Doing a... Just... I've never heard of a fasting. non-Muslim just jumping into Ramadan right. well, both feet. Muslim curious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of an exploratory period. I thought, well, this is kind of interesting. Yeah. And it was. So that's how I, that's kind of how I, how I see Lent. You give something up and you find out what your habits are. You see how much you're, you're clinging to stuff. Personally speaking, but for me, when I stop doing something, it makes me think about what I do without thinking. Mm. Especially one time I gave up alcohol. We had young kids get home from work. And during this Lenten period, went home, went in the refrigerator and went, Shit. Yeah. Soda. Yeah. Well, wow. Not even soda, but it was just like, I just went for that beer. Yeah. It was not like a conscious decision. It was muscle memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and you're thinking to yourself, why didn't I just say beer instead of alcohol? I mean, that's, <laughs> right. a, that's a large net to throw. You got to make it hurt a little. But, you know, let's that not go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Lent is a good a time as any. Kind of a reset you know, plus, for Plus, it's not like giving up the summer. Nice weather outside. Let's go to a brewery. Like, yeah, nah, I'll do it when I, when the weather's at least really shitty. <laughs> yeah, during Lent. I'm not missing as much. You're not going to the ball game. <laughs> right, anything. right. You know. Right. Not tailgating much. So, yeah, Lent. Okay. I'm a fan. All right. Well, maybe we'll do a, a Godless Heathen Lent series. Oh. <laughs> oh. And we could, you know what? If we really, really wanted to make it interesting, somebody else picks... Your Ooh. somebody oh. else picks no, you. No, no, yeah. Yeah. I'm not liking <laughs> that direction. Be better. Oh, that could get fiendish. Jeff, you have to give up craft beer <laughs> for forty days, not counting Sundays. No, no, we're just. I thought we were just talking like one day. No, one it's day? 40, no, no. forty non-sun. <laughs> no, forty days, not counting Sundays. Right. Yeah, you're going by the Catholic cheat yeah. series. No. I don't remember that part. He he explained that to us. Yeah. I learned that on this podcast. Our non-Catholic friend here informed both of us that Sundays don't count towards Lent. I took a calendar out and counted. Son of a bitch, he was right. I'd never heard that. So that means if you... If, it's really 46, if, 47 so, days. So we could kind of we could kind of get together and say, if you, if you pick Jeff, yeah. do beer. I'll do the same. Yeah. So you're basically, you've already have a coalition against you. Oh, yeah. Or actually for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say, you know, you got to go for all the outs you can. I mean, because Ramadan had the thing where as soon as the sun set, man, you could you could pig out. No, so, you can't. Hmm? Certainly can't pig out. Why? Well, you can't have pig. Oh, okay. yeah. You can, you can eat all you want. Okay, you could beef out. Yeah, there you go. Chicken out. <laughs> Chicken. Veg out. <laughs> man, did you even catch that? That's pretty mm. good. But you, you didn't catch the fact that we basically already have you painted into a corner. Yeah, no matter what, well, you're, you're micro Yeah, if we if we and, really and wanted it, really wanted to be dickish, yeah. we would say Jeff, oh. craft beer, nothing but Coors Light for the next four oh, days. Right. <laughs> oh, that'd be even worse. That would be even but worse. You can guarantee yeah, one at thing at sundown. I, Coors Light, I guarantee <laughs> silver bullet train for you, buddy. 
Sundays, he's partying. Oh, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I've been he, making up for last time. He, he, he's partying, which, by the way, you know, I'm not. I'm still not down with this liberal one day off during Lent. No, no, no. You're already supposed to be pious on Sunday. Is the idea behind right? Yeah, behind the Sundays. It's not Sundays off where right. where it's you not can, a free day. No, 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 right. no. It's not like a cheat day on that's, your diet. That's how he's getting yeah, treated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly how. He yeah, that, that's not. But uh, no, the idea is you're already. You know, Sunday's consumed with church and, and well, church and that's, that's, type, you know, activities. Yeah, that's celebrating the, yeah, the, the risen you, Christ anyway every week. So yeah, you should be already. That's already. That's like a free day. Right. So it's forty, you know, forty other days that you're not already committed, right. you know, to our Lord. So it's like on your bingo card, you get that yeah, free space. Exactly, yeah. exactly. What are you drinking? <laughs> uh, half an hour later, I'm uh, I'm drinking the official beer of the Kavanaugh hearings, a Lagunitas undercover investigation shutdown. Ooh, what? Very apropos. You shouldn't be, man. For real. Whoa. Yes, he shows him the label. Yes. It is not. Undercover ex- investigation shutdown. Yep. So, yeah. Jeez, they come out with I think this, is, this is limited release. No, this has been around for a while. They got busted one time. Like, the cops came and busted them for some reason, and it was the undercover. Oh, okay. So they, they brewed a beer about it. So you're reappropriating it then. Yeah, it's a plus. Well, they make know, good stuff. It's a strong beer. It is uh, 9.6, which means I will only be having one. Oh, Pretty tasty. It's actually the biggest American beer that we saw in available in Amsterdam. You could get that like, there. You could get Lagunitas. Like there were signs for Lagunitas. There weren't signs for, you know, any of the mass market beers. Hmm. Like no other. No Scuffla. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. But there were, there were. If there was an American beer sign. It was Lagunitas. Well, good for that. Is that like the one American beer you can order and and they won't turn their nose up? To they over probably there? ban Budweiser, don't they? Hmm. What's it? <laughs> Who bought them? Yeah, InBev. Oh, that's right. That's Did Heineken buy them? It's I don't I know InBev or InBev or something along those lines was the company that it is a Belgian company. Yeah. That bought uh, Budweiser. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Heineken did. That's why Bud bought Goose Island. And Wicked Weed. What about Lagunitas? Who bought them? Heineken. Heineken bought them. So that's why you can see them in Amsterdam. Because Heineken. Dutch? Yeah. Okay. Owns it. Like the brewery. We actually stayed right near the brewery. We didn't didn't do the tour. Yeah. Oh. Not a huge Heineken fan. I like Heineken. Do you? Yeah. So that was, I'm not, you know, you know, that's when you were, that's when you were feeling that, you know, like, hey, hey, I got, I got seven bucks. I'm going to give me a six Heineken. That's like a, that's like a second (laughs) date. That's second date beer. She's kind of special. I'm going to go with the Heineken. That's right. I'm going to grab a Heineken, you know. Yeah, what was it? Uh, it's me high rolling. As the um, <laughs> one up from Michelob, I remember that. As, oh, as, yeah. Uh, yep, yep. As the Beasties boys said, uh, eating Colonel's chicken, drinking Heineken brew. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and what are you drinking? Well, huh? uh, um, in honor of Judge Kavanaugh, I'm having beer. I like beer. I like beer. <laughs> my, my, my friends drink beer. We drank beer. We'd get together at somebody's house we'd, in high school. We'd, we'd have beer. The, the seniors would be legal. And, but, you liar. Know, some, you liar. Sometimes, you know, we'd have more than we, we should have. And, but you like beer. You but I like, like beer. beer. Still like beer. Still, still enjoy a good beer. Jared, you like beer? Uh, I, I do. <laughs> but I didn't, you know, I don't really, I didn't want to be on that team beer. Yeah. You know, the, I like beer. Yeah. Like, 
Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I like beer too, but that we're, we don't we we don't have that in common. Yeah, no, and I never boofed my beer, so <laughs> just straight liquor only, huh? <laughs> I, just, I just drank it, you know, the regular way out of a yeah. out of a class, you know. Again, don't Google boof. <laughs> you do. No, I don't drink till I pass out. Do you? Do you? Oh, oh my God. God. That was yeah, just, nobody, nobody that, that was creepy. Um, that whole thing was surreal. From uh, Yeah, I'm still processing that that whole thing. Not that I want to So is the rest of the country. Again, yeah. Sorting that stuff out. Yeah, one of, you know, one of the things that, that really aggravates me still is, and I can't, and that's why I kind of want to rewatch Blasey Ford's segment there because I know somewhere in there she talked about how memory works because she's a psychologist. I don't know if she's a neuroscience, but you know she knows that stuff about how traumatic events are emblazoned into the brain where other events may not be. And it seems like that's just been overlooked by everybody. You know that they're they're still on her about well you didn't remember how you got there you don't remember. You know what day it was, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah, but wouldn't mm-hmm. that, wouldn't Do you remember what you had for lunch that day, ma'am? Well, yeah, 36 well, yeah. Wouldn't, that, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be consistent, though? That yes. Is, that is consistent. That's normal. Science. No, for th- no but, but for them, their reaction is consistent. They don't care about science. But see, the thing is, it's not just the Republicans. It's like, so why didn't the Democrat senators reinforce that? You know, I, I just haven't no. really seen a whole lot. Vox had a really good post exactly on that about, you know, why other people, you know, weren't remembering things that she remembered. Yeah. They, got but, five, they got five minutes. So you guys. Yeah, they each had five minutes. Right. No, but they went around in, on the Sunday shows. and Yeah, but I mean, does know, that, I, should, should that matter? Like what they say on the Sunday well, shows? To me, in a, in a way, because it's just like they're kind of tossing that all aside because she doesn't remember all these other things. So, you know, what are the chances? But, but, but when you're asking the question and you only get five minutes, you got to get to the point. And you can't have him filibuster you by asking questions back about memory because it's vague. And you get nothing. And it strengthens him. When he can talk out the clock, you yeah. know, the, the Which best. Which is what he does, yeah. Yeah. Well, but Durbin pinned him down bad, pinned him down good, mm-hmm. really. But, not, you know. Although five, we should rethink that phrase, though. Pinned him down? Damn. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. No, and. Uh, <laughs> but we do. All that. right, no, no. So, okay. So, I will, I will, I will take the hit for that. <laughs> um, how bad should I feel? Not nah, seriously. No, no. I mean, all this, but it was it was it was worth calling out, and it, it was wasn't an unintended microaggression. The only reason <laughs> I, 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 I said that is because there was, and I can't remember what what station or whatever this is on is is there was other uh, Republicans that were using weird kind of yeah. Did language you see like Warren that. Hatch? Oh come on! Did you see that? I yeah, he was very attractive. attractive, and then a female reporter. Asked him to. What do you mean by f- that? Yeah, what do you mean by that? What do you, what do you mean? You know, what, and what you she's, she's pretty, or something? he was like stammering and 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 stumbling, and then he said she is pleasing. Pleasing, yeah, yeah, was was just creepy. So was that a what Don said? Is that a microaggression or not thinking slip of the tongue? 
And be honest. I think yours was a non-thinking slip of the tongue. Well, I mean, that's only common. Because there was nobody in language. here to be aggressed. I mean, that's that's. Well, yeah. but I, should, when, when, I should know better though. When Orrin Hatch said that, and there was a woman there, she obviously took it the wrong way or wanted to know exactly what he meant by that. What does her attractiveness have to do with with anything? Um, you know, when when we're talking about sexual assault, right? But in this particular case, I was just doing that because you were talking about taking my beer away for a month. So, so really, you don't <laughs> care about the issue. You were just trying to. I was just like, trying to. You're just trying to zing me zing back. You. There was a yeah. zing. Yeah. He's you know he should be bigger than this. You zinged him <laughs> earlier. You deserve the zinging. I, you know, I'm sure the zing's not. The score done. is one. Why one is that a zing? You you zinged him on something. I don't remember what it taking is. Taking my right beer now. away for one. See that's no, not a something zing. else. No that's something not, else. That's a, that's he said something. Oh. About the pig. Oh, Ramadan. yeah, yeah. See, you zing him about pig and out. same kind he of thing. Those you are those about, common um, phrases hey, we yeah. use. Hey, yeah. I am feeling macro-aggressed macro. by both of you guys. <laughs> You're getting it up on You are. That just shows you You're observing. not going to start yelling and <laughs> crying like Kavanaugh now, are you? I was hanging out with Squee. <laughs> yeah. And Dougie One Nut. <laughs> Sorry, we haven't even got past that beer segment. Well, kind of, we're we're kind of into it. Just in case anybody's wondering, I'm having a long day longer from uh, American beer. American Mayretta. They do make a good Oktoberfest red hair. By the way, stores now high praise coming from Mister Anti Red Hair. Oh yeah. Oh, they make no. There's a couple of beers they make that's good. Their Sticky Stout is also good. They don't make it year round, but they should. But they're not as experimental, definitely, as most other places. Yeah, your your uh, no craft beer during Lent's going to be a lot of fun. I think I'm no, looking forward to those podcasts. Mm. Oh, we should schedule it. Yeah. like late. We should go weekly during Lent. We should oh. do a weekly. Yeah, yeah. We should. How you doing this week, Jeff? We Fuck you. Hey, 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 <laughs> Dad. What are you drinking? Oh, that's cool. I'm drinking this. Hey, Jeff. What are you drinking? Spray in the corner, <laughs> crying. <laughs> Kombucha. <laughs> There is some alcohol in water. <laughs> if I drink a couple of gallons, it might be all right. There you go. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Actually, I would like to see that. You would, <laughs> I don't think you would be well. No, I would not. My stomach would not be well. So we got off way off of Kavanaugh. Yeah. Yeah. So where were we on that? So yeah. So I was talking about like the you know, the scientific information on how memory works. It seems like that's something that. We've just kind of shuffled off to the side, and I think that's a shame to do that. You think he's going to get confirmed? Yes. I don't. Why not? Either, although I don't know what's going to happen in this next coming week. We're we're recording this episode a little earlier than than normal because just going out of town this week. So this is Monday, October 1st, instead of what would have been the 4th. So we're about three days ahead. Although, between now and Thursday, I don't think a lot's going to happen. Unless the FBI just uncovers rope and duct tape. In his, in his trunk or something. I mean, you know, there's, there's gonna, I don't see anything huge coming down the line out of this one-week investigation. Well, especially um, when, when... the narrative of the whole thing has changed from, from a week ago. You've got more people that are willing to not stand behind him, you know, as emphatically as they were before. Who? Well, Flake, first of all, who, who kind of got the ball rolling on it, and I think Collins and Murkowski may be a little more on his side as well, too, but also... On Flake's side? But people that were definitely for Kavanaugh are kind of backing away from Kavanaugh. Um, I don't know. I'm not picking up on that. I'm not the, either. Well, because even with uh, Flake, he voted in favor to move it forward with yes. that 
condition. Yes. And now you're starting If it wasn't to... for him and for the, well, if it wasn't for the two women that confronted him in the elevator, I, I don't think he would have even that done probably, what he did. probably played into it, but I also think that he realizes they have to do something to save face for the party. If they just voted right away, yeah. that definitely would have tanked them or potentially tanked them in the midterm. So at least by trying to window dress that they're going to reinvestigate, then it looks like they're making it a a legitimate effort to find out. I haven't seen it anywhere, but I don't understand why one of the Democrats hasn't asked him flat out, point blank, would you feel comfortable ruling on a case if you didn't have all the evidence in front of you? Which we don't when it comes to him. So as a judge, asking you as a judge, this is your job, this is what you do. Would you feel comfortable making a ruling on a case when you don't have all the evidence? Because it's being held from you. And, and just kind of see what his reaction to that is. He would say, I like beer. Don't take my beer. Yeah. Even for Lent. They have beer at the Supreme Court, don't they? <laughs> I'm sure he's got a little mini fridge in his office. They hide it under the, that, under the table that, there. The different narratives going on, and everybody's trying to control the narrative. It's a trial. Because that way, if he if he's not 100% guilty, then he's innocent. It's a job interview. Yeah, it's a job interview. It's exactly it's, what it's, it is. And people are going, I don't feel comfortable ruining this man's life. You're not ruining this man's life. He has a lifetime appointment to a judgeship in D.C. in the circuit court. I'm sure he's doing perfectly fine. It's not like he gave up that job in order to interview for this one. If this falls through, he can go back to his job that he had before, Mm -hmm. making however much he was making. But is he fit to be one of the nine top judges in the land. I believe that's what Friday showed. It did to us. Yes. But to any Republicans, what's interesting is is like this morning I uh, went to my dentist and my dental hygienist kind of brought that up. Really? She said, I want to go there with you because I know she's very conservative. And I got a bunch of shit in my mouth and I can't really <laughs> yeah, talk Yeah, she's right got now. like a real sharp instrument yeah, in her yeah. hand. And I was like, eh. but yeah, God, she, she I, I was. Think, I think I would be ready to go toe to toe with anybody about it. I'd be like, huh. all right, now let's, 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 right. let's go. I'm not going to initiate the fight. No, but if somebody starts chirping about that, let's drop the gloves. Can you believe what they're doing to that man up in Washington? Oh, hold on, now, <laughs> <laughs> time out, bitch. You got a seatbelt on this thing. <laughs> No, I mean, that's where I did bring up to her, you know, because she was trying to say that she doesn't believe this this lady at all. She thinks she's a liar. She believes that Kavanaugh is telling the truth on everything. Is like, well, I'm not quite sure. I don't understand how any woman could watch those proceedings on Friday and walk away thinking. They rationalize it. They rationalize it. But I don't understand how any woman can be religious based upon the book that the religion is gleaned from. It's brainwashing. And that's that, like I say. What is brainwashing? To believe that, you know, a woman's place is not secondary secondary to man. A helper. Mm -hmm. Not equal. A helper. And, yeah, and the patriarchal kind of society and the order of things. And it, was a, it was a second thought. Every God, you know, if you read the Bible and listen to the story, the, he made all the animals in pairs. He made man by himself. Mm-hmm. And he figured he would just find a helpmate in one of the animals. So. Did you get that off your Bible app? No. Okay. Preach it. <laughs> it's in there. <laughs> I think that that's like a uh, graphic novel. Instead of the Bible. No, that's the Bible. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, the I story mean, of, uh, that, of creation is he made man 
uh, well, it depends on whether you read the first version or the second version, but he made Adam, right? <laughs> then he made all the animals, and then all the animals came to Adam, and he named all the animals. Should I know the difference between the first and second version? Because I don't. It's chapter one and chapter two oh, okay. of, of Genesis. Okay. There's okay. two creation accounts, and they're different. The order's different. In yeah, one, God that, made Adam and Eve at the same time. Right, and the one, other one he yanked he, out of the rim. He, yeah, he made Adam from from the from the dust and blew life into it. And then Adam couldn't find a helpmate in all of the animals. Sheep looked pretty good, but <laughs> he decided to go a different route. That was bad. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so knew that was he, uh, uh, he, 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 he caused Adam to take a nap. Uh, which I guess in his case would be a dirt nap. A dirt nap. <laughs> and took a rib from Adam and created Eve from that rib. Two yeah, complete, a spare rib. Two spare complete. Rib. Okay, there's no way you are ever going to do that quietly. Yeah. So, so, so just so I didn't, go I didn't, in I didn't, I didn't. and <laughs> I figured pull that. it out. There you I'm go. doing this. There you go. Okay. What, what religious brewery is that? Yeah, what is this? This is a left nut brewery. No, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, up in. Uh, oh, they're here. They're local. Gainesville. Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Left Nut Brewery Left in Nut, Gainesville, yeah. Georgia. Evidently, that's what it cost them to open it. Oh, they're, they're okay. Left Nut. Okay. So this is a, a Holdenglocken. Could you know, Kavanaugh bro? Yes. Yeah, that's very right. yes. Right. You know, you know, oh, <laughs> Left Nut Larry. Yeah, left. yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. So wait, where were you we on our Bible I was lesson a point there? About the Bible, and yeah, you were deep into yeah. the difference between Genesis no, we were talking, one and two. We were, well, we were talking about the patriarchy of, oh, yeah, yeah. of the Bible and right. how any woman. How, how how much further? How much after was it from that sheep looked pretty good? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember reading don't remember. that, and, and it's been a long time. Um, but I don't remember the, the sheep looked pretty good. That was no. one of the editions, I think. It was in the uh, footnotes, I think. Couple uh. of sheep are looking back. Don't do it. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is is that woman was an actual forethought? It was it was an afterthought. Uh, not a forethought, an afterthought. Yeah, because these animals yeah. are helping them out, yeah. so we need a woman to I mean, help yeah. them. And, and she's the okay. one that took the so world down. Somebody, and... somebody pops into this podcast without context. Yeah. <laughs> God help think them. This yeah. is a no Bible study, and. They they fast forward to you talking about you know women, ironically I'm talking about the the Bible's perception of women or the the or God's thoughts on women. If you read his blog, air quotes his blog his, blog, <laughs> his inspired text. I have to say air quotes. Well, this is a, the, there was a um, a video that went around too on this evangelical lady with her two daughters there. Yes, did you see that? Yeah, I did see. They were interviewing her. And it's and like what that that happens to everybody. Yeah, you know that that's so. Who doesn't get groped a little in high school? Yeah, right you know? in front of her. Yeah, right in front of her daughters. daughters. Like, like okay, it's totally so totally okay. expected. You know. So don't expect us to you know. To yeah, don't call, call you in a me lawsuit, crying when you know some guy gropes you. You know, and it's a man's right. Yeah. Okay, only being able to pop in occasionally because I could tell it was a shit show. Oh yeah. And I'd like hop in for you know two minutes and then be gone and then hop in and be like. Well, Shit, like, what's going on? And one of the more uh, probably powerful moments is when you texted me and described a text from your daughter at work. And there were guys talking amongst themselves or or at the TV. And she was, it sounded like she was seething. 
like seething angry. And, yeah, to the point where it's like, I need to get out of here. I need a different job. I'm not comfortable here anymore. I mean, uh-huh. she knew before that they were Trump people. But now to hear them hooting and hollering you know, about go Brett, go kind of thing, you know, knowing that this is all against somebody that he possibly assaulted, you know, how would that make you feel? I, I would feel very uncomfortable. And to me, you know, it's like they could have shut the door. You know, this is in their office. You know, she sits, I guess, right outside there or something like that. So they could have shut the door and done that. But no, it's like they're kind of proud about it. And that's not uncommon. You know, people are feeling emboldened. Yeah. To react that way. So 50% of the population is now put in that kind of awkward position. I saw 48% of, and I want to make it right, white evangelicals would still support Kavanaugh being on the bench even even if this happened. If if this was proven to have happened beyond a shadow of a doubt. Right. Because they're excusing it. It happened happened in high school. 48% of white evangelicals say that they would still prefer to have him on the bench yeah. because all okay. they give a fuck about is, is abortion. Roe v. Wade so, so here's my unpopular thesis. Okay. What if they're right? What if who's right? What if their strategy is right? Meaning I, whose strategy? Don't the evangelicals who see a path to policy gains. Yeah, they're 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 so close. Oh, they, yeah, can, they can taste, they can it. taste uh, it on yeah. all kinds of things. Yes, you know this is oh, the closest yeah. they've that, been in forever. Well, not yeah. only on that, but on all kinds of things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, right. it's the whole thing is is just ridiculous. I mean, they they didn't they didn't even bring up a nomination for over four hundred days. Because of some lame duck rule but, that they made up but, on the spot. But that's a different... So now, but now they have to push this through. They, they, they can't take the time. You right, know, to but figure. don't separate the yeah. people that are doing it mm-hmm. versus the people that are supporting them. Because you could argue that the evangelicals are laser-focused politically. They don't care. They would vote for anybody that pushes their policy goals through. Well, example one, they voted for Trump. No, yeah. not just no that. Way. Proven that. Not just be- that, but they voted for him and continue to be his staunchest backers. So Because of the Supreme Court mm-hmm. appointment. Uh, probably all kinds of things. Are they... Same thing. Should, they be, Alabama, should so they be 51%? ridiculed or lauded for their mm-hmm. political focus? What would the progressive equivalent be to voting for somebody that you really loathed but was going to do what you wanted to do in a big way time and time again? Do you really think that the evangelicals don't know the score? Do you think they really support him or they just know that he's going to vote they, and yeah, do they what they want? His it's an end. It's a means to an end. That's all it is. It's, yeah, it's a warm body. It's hold your nose. Gonna, Follow even so though, should that, even should though, that be ridiculed or yes. almost admired? No, because, you know, the, the sad thing is, and I'm talking about the people in the pews don't really understand that they've, they're being duped. This whole Roe v. Wade nope. thing. Yeah. Nope. Oh. Nope. They're the opposite of dupes. They are absolutely 100% savvy. They know what they're doing. What absolutely. I, what, I, what, I, yeah. you know, what I'm saying They got is, their eyes on the prize. Yes, but what I'm saying where they're, they're being duped is they're going to get their goodies. I, I guess I would call it kind of the consequences theory. Like eventually 
they're going to suffer for what they – like they don't understand what they're doing. Yeah. They're going to suffer from it and they're going to regret it. I don't believe any of that's going to happen. Well, they're, they're going to suffer it and they're going to regret it, but they're going to They're going to rationalize it. They're going to have somebody on the court for the next 30 years. Right. But I don't even think yeah. they're going to suffer. What are they What are they going to regret? What's going to – I mean because the other side of the coin is the corporate power. That's really the whole thing with, with the Brett Kavanaugh is he's all about – you know, empowering corporations. You know, what's what's the term for when corporations are running the country? Plutocracy is that or oligarchy? Or oligarchy. Or, that's the real thing that's going on behind the curtain. That's kind of the thing. If you see, you know, where corporations tied up with evangelicals way back in the '30s. Right, but again, I don't think the evangelicals are being duped. I think they're clear-eyed. I think they understand what they're doing. I think they're absolutely looking past it because they are focused on the big picture. They do not feel that what they're doing is soiling them in any way. They're still going to do it. Obviously, I don't agree with it. But they are showing a a level of commitment, a level of political commitment that's, well, (laughs) it's either creepy or it is admirable because they're doing what it takes, unfortunately. But they're doing it. That's the thing. Is they're mm-hmm. doing it Done. unethically. What's unethical about it? Well, I mean, because the whole part of the thing too that got us to where we are is gerrymandering for one thing. Mm. That's unethical. And then the way that they kept Merrick Garland out—that was unethical. Right, but that's not necessarily evangelicals, though. I mean, it's Congress. They voted for the people that are doing that. They could have written their congressmen and say, "Hey, that's not fair." We're Christians. We have ethics. Oh, so you're uh, associating ethics and politics. So mm, that is, that's well, not how, that's, that's not that's, how the game I, is I know, I know. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's how it used to be. I mean, you know, remember back in the Clinton days, they were all about morality and, and you know, that our president needs to be an upstanding, pure person and how that's flipped and how many years that's been. So, yeah, they used to claim they had ethics and they used to run politics like they had ethics, but... Not no more. The game's changed. Either they honestly think they're doing the Lord's will, or if you can delude yourself into believing the Bible, you can delude yourself into believing anything. Well, absolutely. You know, and that's, that's what I'm saying. And I think it's probably some of, of one and some of the other. Because uh, Trump's thrown them enough bones, you know, like yep. moving the embassy to Israel. Oh. That was a huge major oh, Jerusalem. My imaginary friend is yeah. coming back. Yeah, yeah. That's, they're looking at the end time game kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the morality thing, once we do away with abortions and can roll back gay marriage then and we stuff, get, we God get will prayer be happy. Back in schools and, and then Jesus will come back because he's all right, happy. Right, but that to me, kind of makes my point. He is the vessel for their policy aims. They will look past anything, business, personal, temperament, anything. He's the guy that's going to give them what they want. They're good. Yes. So they are supporting him. Imagine if Clinton paid off hookers. Just imagine what their response would have been. You know, I get the... I'm sorry. Porn stars, not hookers. <laughs> Porn stars, my bad, my bad. I don't want to disparage. We, we certainly do not want to relitigate sex scandals throughout politics because that's a lose-lose But there was, proposition. The, there was the most important thing was the president had to be upstanding, a, a, a beyond reproach. Right. And bluff. So, but, but we knew it was bullshit, and we they've confirmed that it's bullshit now. Totally get that. But evangelicals are a core... Constituency. Yes, that's and, their, that's the power behind 
all of this? Behind the fact that they are willing to look past anything. Anything. Right. Everything. Right. Everything. (laughs) Yeah. To get their policy goals implemented. Right. Like you say, it's nose to the grindstone. They, They have a single... Goal, and that's overturn Roe v. Wade. Oh, that's, well, there, there, there will be other goals yeah. after that. But that's right. that's the main goal yeah. now. Get that done, then we'll put our focus somewhere else. So that one policy gain that you would think would turn the tide. Would you vote for a pedophile if he was going to implement taxes against churches and build a wall between the church and the state? Uh, would you vote for that person? He did what he did, but... He's going to decimate the religious establishment. No, I can't, okay. I can't say that I would. You're not really cut out for this game, are you? <laughs> <laughs> but not to the extreme point that he made, but that's what they're doing. And in the end, they can feel it. But the but problem they... is, even if he goes down in a dumpster fire of indictments. Of or, his own making. Of his own making. But a year from now, let's just say Mueller just lowers the boom. And he's carted off. From? Yeah. He won't be carted off now because Brett's going to be in there and he's going to get him off the hook. This is it. But I'm just saying, best, best case it's, scenario. It's a mix. It's yeah. a mix. They're still going to have everything in place. Fatalist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then President Pence just takes over where he left off at. Yep. I think that's where we're headed. So, yeah, they're willing to, I'm, I'm sure they're willing to sacrifice. But you weren't on the altar, huh? You weren't. No, I mean because the thing that they have in their pocket is they th- they think or they're convinced that mm-hmm. God is in charge and is orchestrating. Brian this. Kemp is the guy that you could vote for to get what Don just said. Tax churches, yeah. Put a like wall up between Gov- churches. Governor and Brian Kemp is a huge yes. This is fantasy world, obviously. Let's just say that candidate Brian Kemp for governor of Georgia is a huge proponent of church-state separation. Yes, and he's not a Republican. He's running. Well, no, 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 no. You don't get to. No, yeah. you don't get to do this. This is our. So this it's is our Brian Kemp. World. It's yeah. our Brian Kemp, yeah. who who we all he know. He still wants to round up brown people in a pickup truck, right? And drive across the border. Anything yeah. except I really believe that yeah. churches, churches should pay taxes and um, and stay out of the political process. Right. I'm going to put a wall between church and state. You going to vote for Brian Kemp on that one issue? No. Right. They are. Yeah, I, I know. I, that's would, why, and they that's would be why willing to hold their nose. That's and, why, and, yeah. and they did. They right. hold their nose and vote. They've been holding their nose and voting for these guys for for a long time. But yeah, decades. They finally, on the on the national stage. But I mean, we to a certain extent do their bidding. Do that as well. I mean, it's like I think some of us here were Bernie Bros. And no, 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 no. That's a slur. Okay. All right. Bernie fans? Bernie fans. Bernie right. voter? Bernie, okay. Bernie supporter? Feel yes. Burn. All right. Bernie bro? Feelers of the burn? <laughs> I guess I've not heard it used derogatorily. But oh, for real? Okay, hmm. yeah. Bernie bro is definitely a slur. Oh, okay. and, well, and and I apologize. I don't want to say. that way. Uh, you know, that, that's interesting that you didn't know because you would not really consider yourself. You, the way your beliefs and how you act during the elections, particularly on social media, you're not shy about letting people know what you think. Right. But you're not a... <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. Feeling good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm setting them up for that. Yeah. But a smack. No. But... Th- Just stand here next to the edge. You, <laughs> right. No, it's windy. Woof. <laughs> but you're not going to pick fights. 
I don't think. I, I don't intentionally. I, I don't. No. Right. But Bernie Bros were a key Russian interference oh. tactic. It was split the opposition. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Definitely. Then that's that's not Bernie Bros okay. and Bernie. You know, I'm down with Bernie, but really anti-Hillary. Bernie. Oh, big okay. yeah, time. Yeah. I was never. Yeah. yeah, I was never that. No. So my point was though. Is that he aligned more of my social progressive tick boxes Check or whatever boxes, than yeah. Hillary did? Mm-hmm. But once he got cast aside, I wasn't going to say, "Well, I'm no, not going to vote." He didn't get cast aside. He yeah. lost. He lost. Well, yes. There's some. You know, some uh-huh. may argue that the DNC threw it her way. There's some rehashing we could do there. Let's just say that he lost fairly. For the sake of well, argument, I'll, yeah. and uh, move on. I mean, you know, any, anytime you go through those processes, you're going to narrow, and maybe you're, you're the guy that you wanted or, or you know, isn't going to get yeah. it. Right. And, and he didn't. Right. I'm still but I didn't say, well, I'm not, not as progressive as Georgia. We're used to that. Yeah. But I'm saying, so, yeah, she doesn't line up with most of my things. But she does on on a good many, and I know that you know the other guy, Trump, was going to take things way off track. So I don't know if you want to call it holding my nose, but it's like I'll vote for her. I'm trying to remember. Wow, what he just yeah. equated. He did. He did. That and the fact that I don't think the most Democrats ever took Trump serious. I don't think anybody right. ever thought he had thought a chance. He had a snowball chance because people were still talking. Yeah, but on this day four years ago, this this many days out of the election, Herman Cain was the leading Republican. Speaking about other, things that we could yeah, relitigate. Yeah. But you know, the, the people that said that he's going to get the nomination and he's going to win the election. Who's the um, horse-faced chick? I can't think of her name. Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter, yes, her. <laughs> but she was saying this. way ahead of, I mean, I think Mar- Marco Rubio and, and Cruz and a number of other she Republicans worked, were still in the race. And she, she was saying. She worked for he, him. Well, she, that was what I. That's one of the things that I saw. For that, Trump. Yeah, oh. she wrote. She wrote policy papers oh. for him, and then promoted how smart it was. Now on her social media feed, I just feeds, remember she was on Bill Maher a good ways ahead of the election, talking about he's going to win the nomination and he's going to win the election. And they looked at her like she was batshit crazy. I looked at her like she was batshit crazy oh, at that point. Th- this is not yeah. the Ann Coulter Appreciation Society, no, is no, it? Because no. that's I, I need some aspirin. I'm just I'm just saying that. The people on the left, the Democrats and, and, and progressives, did not take Trump as a serious threat. Okay. Up until the day of the election. I don't think the he book— He won what state? He won I, what I state? He won what? You know, he was like— I don't think the book has been written and the facts been fleshed out on interference and social media impact right, right. and gerrymandering and free media— I don't think. I mean, we'll, yeah. I, I, I mean that is a complex. There's a, answers there. I don't think we'll ever know. Well, because you have to have you have to have time and distance to to be able to look at it. But then the further you get from yeah, it, but we the, don't the, we don't have time and distance. There's a, yeah. there's a big election it's now in five weeks. Yeah, and then there's going to be an enormous election in 2020. So the shit show that was 2016 is going to get is already amped up, right. and by 2020. It's going to be a raging inferno unless somehow we're able to get a grip on this. 
Honestly, I didn't know what I was going to do with these, but I came back from being away for a week and had a a mailbox. This is all in, full from your of mailbox? These, yeah, wow. full of these shitty mailers. Brian Kemp mailers? Wow. Brian, Anti-Brian Kemp, pro-Karen Handel, anti-Attorney you know, attorney General. This is fucking propaganda. I am and not. both sides are doing it because the anti-Brian Kemp ones are from the Democratic Party of Georgia. And, oh. and I, I'm proving to be a hypocrite. Because I really should be happy about this. Yeah, they're using the same tactics. Right. So, I should be happy yeah. because they're trying to win, but it kind of disgusts me. Are you getting yeah. into this in your mailbox, Jeff? No. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's so that's the difference lick. between living in fashionable East Cobb and li- living out here in, in Bartow. Oh. I have not seen oh. a single one right? of these in, so in my you, what do you think has what do you think has a bigger problem with that? Read the headline. Congression, Congresswoman Karen Handel leading the fight to stop the opioid crisis. Yeah, well, that's it. Really? That's, what that's, is she doing right. exactly? A, nothing. Right. B, how big a deal is that? There's another one. I would say the opioid she's crisis working is towards probably new cures bigger. for terminal illnesses. Oh. illnesses. Karen Handel. Look at this. Where did she find the time? What's the name of that, that uh, Jesus show? That this looks like oh. right out of Touch by an Angel. Look at this. Oh, yeah. And by the way, this that doesn't is a, look like Karen Handel to me. This is there. a, this is a, a terrible audio uh, yeah. audio subject because we're looking at visuals. <laughs> but seriously, I got Man, like seven a of them. them. There's a picture of a cancer patient laying in a hospital bed with a scarf on her head to hide the fact that she doesn't have hair from her. But she got makeup her, on. Yeah, she got makeup and earrings in, and she's clutching her pearls. As a child, it looks like giving her a high five. Well, no, they're getting saved. And, and but, healing, but, by the way, the, the, the headline says what? Truly ill patients can be denied cutting-edge medicine because of government regulations. Uh, is she implying that the Democrats are doing this? How many times yeah. do you think that she voted to probably every time she could mm-hmm. vote to defund? Freeloaders. Uh, uh, moochers. Yeah, big time. Fucking moochers. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. I'd be curious too. So she's so exactly how does taking health care from millions of people help terminally ill patients? I don't I don't quite get that. I got three of them. Dang. Three anti This is all from ones. one week. Yeah. We get none of this. Absolutely none of this here. Well they figured you're already anything. locked in, see. Yeah, yeah. You're already Republicans up here. Bartos for bros. Here's mm-hmm. a here's a mystery one for the Attorney General of Georgia by Peach Tree Prosperity, not authorized by any candidate or candidate committee. And it's basically trashing the attorney general candidate. I don't know anything about this guy. I don't know if he's a Democrat. I don't know if he's a Republican, which is probably the goal because mm-hmm. he's just being he's being slimed. He's now, lots of money there. This is a, what do you call it? Pack money. Pack money, uh, yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. So 2018 is going to be worse than 2016. 2020 could be an off-the-charts shit show if if we flip if we get some power back if we don't i think either way if if we gain some power back evangelicals are going to rise up and really get angry in 2020 what are they gonna do still one person one vote right yeah uh, no. I still say it's like a pendulum that goes back and it's forth. It's supposed to be at least. I, 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 another topic. Yeah, but, but again, that's mm-hmm. where having uh, Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court, you know, are they going to be more pro-corporate money going into politics? It's not a... Uh, I'm more worried... These are not good trends. No, yeah. they're not. They're really not. I'm more worried on his stance on whether the president can pardon himself or how he's going to vote. That piece that's coming up in front of the court this year where presidential pardons are... 
when a president also... pardons somebody, that doesn't make them exempt from state prosecution, and they're going to take federal pardons and have them also work for at, that. You know, adhere at the state level. Where so if, pre- if if Trump goes around Manafort and who, who you know whoever else who who you know. It seems like there's a new person every week that gets, that gets uh, yeah, his kids, his himself, kids. Uh, or um, if he were to resign. Same thing with, with Nixon. Ford immediately pardoned him. That was the first thing he did. Yeah, no way. Pence. He's resigning. Yeah. Ever. But if that's the only way out, he will. If he's, if, he's pushed him, if he's pushed into a corner, he'll resign. Pence will pardon him, and he'll fly off into the sunset on Air Force Two or whatever. Trump Two. Yeah, Trump too. And all the kids and everybody will be pardoned. But up until now, that did not exempt them from state prosecutions. And that's what they're trying to push through now. And that's another reason why they want to get Kavanaugh on the court. He's Trump's get-out-of-jail card. That's what I'm more worried about. That's why he's not going to flip somebody else in there. That's what he's going through. Yeah, and that's why this whole week of the FBI investigation is a sham anyway. They're, they're, They're on a real tight leash, even though Trump's saying they're not. They have a very, very restricted focus, is my understanding. Yeah, so what happens when they start investigating, they start talking to people, and then they find something that they're not going to be allowed to go down that This is a dangerous thread, because we don't actually know shit. We 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 don't right, yeah, we don't know some shit. of the things right. that have been on the news before. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's been one day. Yeah. On this, we don't know anything. A lot of speculation. We don't. Yeah. We don't literally know anything. But here's one thing and that I now after, after after telling you that you don't know anything, here's something that I don't know, but I believe. But that whole fantasy of him resigning mm. is just that is a fantasy. They will double down, triple oh, yeah. down, no, quadruple down. Yeah. He will burn it all down. Let's say, okay, let's say he loses the election in, in, in 2020. People I, I, that say I, that he does, he, does he right. leave? Will he leave? He'll say that it was rigged. Or, 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 or will, it take, yeah, or will it take the military to... A coup? Know, yeah. To what? To what I'm, side are they going to be on? So to move Amsterdam? him out. Is that a place that we could live? Yeah. <laughs> now, you know what? We talked a little bit about it last week. There's nowhere anyone is going. No one. Most everyone's. Put it that way. You got Unless you got relatives... Somewhere else. Yeah. You ain't going anywhere. You're stuck. You can't immigrate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially because who wants waves of Americans oh, okay. coming oh, yeah. over? Yeah. Rash yeah. Americans right. washing up on shore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What a pisser that would be. And there's no way that you're going to get any sympathy by saying, mm-hmm. but I voted for the other guy. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, fuck your Yankee blue jeans. That's right. Obviously, a, a pretty grim scenario. Yeah. But You're depressing the shit out of me here. Well, but yeah, that's, that's why. That's reality. It, unfortunately, it is. Uh, too often, I think we live in these kind of hopeful fantasies because I, I, w- I was in them. But now... I'm looking at the dark side of a lot of things or actually trying to look at the facts and not what I want, well, not and, what I would hope to happen. And the other, the other side of that, too, that I, that I struggle with is, yeah, so maybe I can afford financially to relocate someplace or, you know, escape to an island for a while until things blow over. 
But there's a whole lot of people in this country that cannot, mm -hmm. and those are the ones that are going to be hurt the and most. And by the way, you and wouldn't. So you wouldn't. I wouldn't what? You wouldn't have enough. Oh yeah, no, I know. I mean, you you have enough now in a situation where people really needed to go. Prices go way, yeah. way, way up. Oh yeah. And you thought I could make it in today's market? You ever get to a point where that market actually? is engaged, we're all screwed. Yeah, yeah. So the time to fix things is kind of here and now. Right. Mm -hmm. In any way possible. Yeah. But do you sell yourself out in order to do it? That's the They've question. been That's... willing to do that. Us, not so much. That's really a good question. So do they play hardball better? I think they've huh. proven that. Yeah, that's unfortunately true. So how can you do that and keep your ethics? <laughs> You would think that would be a question that religious people would ask and yeah. try and ponder themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't have the answer. How do you win a game playing ethically when it's an unethical game? Right, when the you other know? team's cheating. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll just say that they're cheating. I mean, their party is. Oh, absolutely. And that's the party they support. Right, right. So why would anybody expect them to drop their support? They're getting Not, everything they want. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, unless things really hurt that base financially in their pocketbook. Bill Mars talked about but this But you think there's too. a limit, though. I don't I think. I, I do. I mean, I think as long as they're not being dramatically affected. Who's they? Know, I'm talking about the evangelical base because they're mm -hmm. the ones that are kind of driving the votes right how now. Much mo so, how much money do these people make? I, I, yeah, I don't know what the average Because I'm kind of curious. If there's another recession. That's what I'm kind of saying, yeah. So you write it out. Well. Or is that what's going to cause them to turn away? Then maybe they or don't care. About are they going to be more immune to the recession? Do they make more money than we think? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. Yeah, that's not my understanding, but I could be wrong. So you think that almost that their support can be bought? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, okay, so if you look at the Trump rallies, the, the people the, in the audience... Kind of, that that's a dangerous way to look at it because that's exactly what the purpose of these rallies are is to get big groups of people cheering. Now, there may be six, ten, twelve thousand people in there. Just because you have a room of screaming people does not mean that there are more and more and more of them. That's a made for TV moment to get you to think that he's got wide-ranging support. Where does he hold these rallies? Oh, no, he always Rural goes to the Minnesota, right? yeah. West Iowa. Virginia, yeah. Iowa. You know, when's the last time he but did one of these in any, any major no, city? No, he doesn't. He's not doing L.A., he's not doing New York, he's not doing Chicago. Hell, he's not doing Des Moines. You know, he's, Atlanta. He, yeah, he's not doing he's Atlanta. He's not anywhere in the top 50 cities. Probably not. And, you know, I'm saying that's that's where his base, where he could walk down Fifth Avenue and shoot yeah. somebody, and they would still support him. I mean, they're the what's what's the word? Not not just hardcore, but I'm but beyond that. True a lot believers. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're God. That's their God. Well, on that note, drop us a line, uh, godlessheathens at yahoo.com. That's our email. Shoot us a line. We'll probably read it on air. Our Twitter account is. At Godless Podcast on, on on the Twitter, 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 Twitter. <laughs> we tweet, we tweet, uh, whatever. 
Uh, yes. It, it's something like we that. We may be boofing this I'm, show. I'm not exactly. <laughs> yes. Live boofing on Twitter this Friday. Facebook, we have the Godless Heathens podcast discussion group. I want you, I want you to read the uh, the address there. That's no, it's uh, <laughs> it's it'll be Just in the show notes. It. It's Just search it. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.facebook.com two two eight eight zero one one zero four three 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 seven one six forward slash. Oh, you did it! <laughs> you uh, man, not a secret anymore. No, but it's it's in the show notes. Oh, my turn. It's, it's your, your turn. turn. Listen to us. Uh, even after this show. Yeah. <laughs> Podbean, godlessheathens.podbean.com. YouTube, Godless Heathens Podcast Channel. iTunes, Google Play Music, Ditcher, and the newly updated third-rate podcast app that Jeff and I use, Overcast. I like to Overcast. We're on Patreon. It's like a little tip jar if you enjoy this or if you want to, you know... Right. Actually, give us money or we'll keep doing shows. Yeah. You pay us to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we, we did get oh, yeah. a new patron. Last episode, we gave a shout out to Ashley, who was our first patron. We got, uh, we got a second two. patron uh, by the name of Bob. Yay, uh, Bob! Stepped up to the plate and, um, and matched Ashley's $5 an episode. So... Golf clap to so we're going to be doing an episode every day Ashley for the Angel. next three months. <laughs> yeah. Don't scare them off. And then leave us a five-star rating. Lie in the ratings, but give us five stars anyway. Come on. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Type anything. Right. Read. No, right. doubt. read it. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Be honest. Jeff Burgundy. Mm-hmm. What? I thought I was left nut. Uh, that's right. Jeff we have Burgundy to, would actually. Jeff Burgundy would Jeff be. Burgundy would actually work. I don't get Burgundy. I don't get that. Ah, oh, that's never mind. We'll explain you, later. you, we got cold seriously. Cold I understand. After a while, it's hard to keep up with pop culture every way, shape, and form. But you seriously cannot be this pop culture deficient. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of focused on my uh... yeah. But should he know that? And should he know who Ron Burgundy is? Yeah, yeah, he should. Okay. Yeah, well, he... then, who the hell is Ron Burgundy? Anchorman? The the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. It. Okay, so I don't retain, like, names you, for everything. You know, I, I get the entertainment value of a movie, and then I move on. So, like, Python, Animal House. Yeah. You know, all the, the stupid, quotable movies. I might like get it. some of those quotes. The, yeah. uh, I've seen those I'm, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't don't John, test me now. John, John Hughes movies before they get evicted from the canon. In fact, all the all those ones would be... Breakfast Club. Yeah. Would Pretty be Pink. Like all of them. What's American Pie? I like that one. That's good. That was... Ding. That huh? was surprising is what that was. Yeah. I didn't expect him to say that. That's a classic. There were some classics that, you know... The last it's days. funny. He said American Pie immediately. He thought American Graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that why I too. thought he was that, that far too. off. You yeah. don't quote any lines from American Graffiti. Yeah. None. No. no. Probably good. Can you? No. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's no. not a It's, it's not, not a quotable, quotable movie. movie. Why not? That Because, A, there are no... It's man code. ...zippy one-liners. Yeah. And, B, you are very Brett Kavanaugh... In that, sorry, uh, Mike Stand, that 
I asked you a question and you got all Brett Kavanaugh on me. Yeah. What about you? you? What line can you do? Can you remember lines from movies? Right. I'm I'm curious to know. I like movies. Do you like like movies? You ever watch movies so often you gave yourself a headache? You've done that. (laughs) Do you know who Ron Burgundy is? Well, do you? Do you? Anyway, I don't think Jesus is going to come by after all this. I mean, Andy Stanley you know, might, though. The invitation's still open to both. Well, yeah. We're going to have a list. Uh, Jesus moved. is at open invitation. We might have Anytime a better shot with Andy, though. He can come by. I would He's agree with that. more than welcome. Same goes for or Andy his dad, Stanley. his dad, Charles. I'd even take him. I don't, I don't Charles know Charles Stanley. I don't think that'd be as good a conversation. No, it definitely uh, wouldn't. Does he have a show on late night uh, local television? I think his is on early in the morning. No, no, I'm not getting up to be yelled at. By the way, if we ever really gain enough Patreon backing to go on the road, the first on-the-road godless heathen show should be in Gravette, Arkansas. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're coming to Gravette, people. What's in Gravette? Shepherd's Chapel. You, you, you don't ever you don't listen, even listen to, to your the own show. show. Do you? Yeah. You, get, you don't even catch the references to your own show. <laughs> well, that's some other movie. Yeah. The Shepherd's Chapel is filmed in Gravette, Arkansas. What's it's my Shepherd? favorite. Oh, it's your my show. my favorite oh, religious oh, oh, show. All right. All right. Well, I thought you oh, watched by the way, Charles. That, by the way, that is super telling. Yeah. That is super yeah. telling. There's no clue what yeah. the hell we're talking about. So we really, yeah. you really have to, you have to treat him like a savant in that way. He's like, I don't listen to this shit. Right. <laughs> I say my I'm stuff, reading, I move on. I'm reading yeah. books. Yeah, I don't need your crap. Well, anyway, come on, Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus, be our guest. Come, And let seriously. this food dust be blessed. Amen. Oh. I, I'm not. I got nothing I, after I, that. It, it, seriously, this was not a. A bourbon show or a multiple beer show or a, you've got I still got two thirds of no, yours. No, a third. Yeah, third of the and mine's left. only like four seven. So I don't know what's up with that. So what happened? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just in a mood. I think the whole country's in a mood. I think that's, after this last that is week. A fact. Yeah, um, a funk. Mm, let's hope it's a funk that we could get out of. See you next time. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Hope anyway. Yeah. yeah. my gun. He made me mad. The devil's bad. The devil is a bum. But the devil is my friend. The devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil will go. The devil is my friend. And Godzilla is my friend. Godzilla is my friend. Wherever I go, Godzilla go. Godzilla is my friend. And Shredenko was my friend. And Bershnev was my friend. And Androbov, he just popped off. Now Gorbachev is my friend. And Francis Notcher is my friend. Francis Notcher is my friend. Wherever I go, Sinatra goes. Frankie is my friend. And love and rockets are my friends. Love and rockets are my friends. Someone in the party, and the devil is my friend. Yeah, the devil is my friend.